This is the Open to Alchemy podcast, and I'm your host, Lauren Ivey. I'm so excited to have you here joining these conscious conversations about the transformation that's possible for all of us. My approach to spirituality has always been part woo and part work. So in this podcast, we talk about all the incredible spiritual modalities and add in a bunch of practical things that really make it fit into our lives. I can't wait for you to join me. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Open to Alchemy podcast. I am so excited to be here with you in July for the monthly solo cast. It has been a crazy month. Um, feel like I say that every month, but this past one has definitely been one of the most unusual of my life. Unfortunately, after avoiding it for more than two years, my husband and I finally got sick with COVID and it was not fun by any means. It was certainly not nothing. I feel like so many people have been dealing with this a lot lately and of course over the past two years. And so it's interesting, even though we've all been affected by it in many different ways, it certainly is a different perspective once you are personally, physically affected by it or anything. You know, looking from the outside, it is very easy to pass judgment and make assumptions and have all kinds of ideas and suggestions and thoughts about somebody else's situation, and then you find yourself in it, whether it be COVID or any other circumstance, and all of a sudden you have a totally different perspective, and certainly for us, it was a very interesting period of reflection time, you know, being sick for so long, like we were, thankfully, the kids were away. They were at camp, which was just a miracle upon itself that they were not here and didn't get it. And it really allowed my husband and I to literally just lay on the couch and do nothing for as long as was necessary before we felt better, which for him was only a few days. For me, I had different symptoms and it certainly kicked my butt for longer than I anticipated. But we are better. We are fully recovered. Thank goodness. Um, And again, it seems so cliche. It seems so trite to say, but So many of the things that we spend time worrying about, like literally worrying about all day long, when you come up against something that is health related, it really puts so much in perspective and knocks a lot of those things down to the background. And um, it really, like I said, was a really interesting time for a lot of reflection for both of us, a lot of really just sitting with what what do we have, what do we want. You know, there was one day where I, I really truly felt awful and I was never, you know, in danger of going to the hospital or being out of breath or, you know, anything like that. My body just felt so fatigued and so just 
utterly and completely exhausted. And I really started to have like a deep kind of depressive day where I was thinking, what if this was it? Like, what if this is how I'm going to feel from now on? You know, you start going on Google and looking up long COVID symptoms, even though it was only day three or day four. And I really just started to think about what if this was my forever future? Like, what if this feeling is my feeling from now on? And it was a deep, dark, terrible place to to think about, to live from, even for um, even for a day. And so, first of all, just so much empathy and healing and love and just positive energy to people that that is their forever feeling, whether it be from COVID or any other type of chronic illness. I just can't even imagine. And truly, unless you are in that position, you can't imagine. And during one of those really hard days, I messaged a friend of mine who has a chronic illness and I, I mean, it's a good thing I texted her and didn't call her because I would have been a complete and total ball of like emotional hysterics. But I just said something along the lines of, you are so incredibly strong. I cannot believe you handle being in pain, discomfort, you know, uncertainty all the time. And I just have never fully recognized and realized how much she goes through. And so if you have somebody in your life that has a chronic condition and you have an opportunity to just send them a little bit of love and a little bit of extra compassion, it's it's no joke to be dealing with something like that and just have it be constantly on your mind, constantly weighing on you. And so I'm certainly not happy that we had that intimate experience with COVID. However, there were plenty of silver linings in in getting that chance to have downtime, really be able to rest. Thankfully, we didn't have to rush back into jobs. Thankfully, we both have work that was supportive of taking as much time as we needed. Again, thinking about people that, you know, can't take a sick day, don't get paid if they're not working. I mean, I'm not going to get on the soapbox of our healthcare system. But again, just looking at it from the perspective of being able to empathize and and see things from a different vantage point, that is a blessing in the whole experience. After we got better, we were able to go on a magical trip, the two of us, which is always such a such a special thing. And we actually have not been able to do that really only one other time since since COVID. And we went to Santa Fe, New Mexico. And if you haven't been there, it's funny, I've never really talked to people about wanting to go there. And then when I mentioned to a few people that we were going or we had been, all of a sudden, everybody was coming out of the woodwork saying, I love that. It's my favorite place or that it's been like high on their list to go and they couldn't wait to hear about it. So it's funny um, how that happens. But it really was so beautiful. It was so it was so interesting. The scenery is so different from where we live in Atlanta. I mean, just 
every single time you looked around, drove around, just the most gorgeous landscape. It really was just spectacular. And it's a smaller town than I realized. There's actually has a pretty small population, um, again, compared to where where we live. So it was really had this like small town feel. We kind of were saying that it felt like this Southwest version of Asheville, Asheville, North Carolina, which we visit kind of frequently and love because it's so outdoorsy and so filled with beautiful art and and people and spirituality. And it's just like a great place to visit. And so Santa Fe definitely had a lot of those same um, characteristics and qualities, but with this like incredible mix of Native American and Spanish and Southwestern and all of these different, you know, heritages and cultures mixing together and they call it the city different. And it, it definitely is. And it seems, you know, from a visitor outside perspective that all of these different beautiful ancient cultures just really come together in such a beautiful way and it just had this really special feel and so much beautiful art and delicious food and um so if you haven't been and it's on your list or it isn't on your list put it on there and definitely get a chance to visit and again like always travel is just it's such a great opportunity to open your eyes to be able to slow down to see new things, experience new things, you know, eat, drink, look, watch, take in all these different experiences. And it really does help shape for me, you know, who I am. I feel like, especially as a manifesting generator and a Sagittarius, being able to travel and experience new things, it's sort of it sort of becomes the fabric of who I am being able to take a little bit of all the places that I've been and weave it into my constantly evolving, transforming self. Travel is just so, so good for my soul. And I hope that you are getting to travel a little bit this summer and do something fun and restorative and see something new and exciting. And if you aren't, then um, I actually have an email that I sent out ooh, a few weeks ago, maybe a few months ago, that was all about being able to incorporate the idea of travel into your everyday, even if you're not on a big escape. So I will link to that in the show notes. And there was some good tips in there to how to how to live your regular life, but with the influence of travel. Um, So the card that I pulled for this month in the Mystical Shaman Oracle deck that I've been using all year for each of these solo casts is the Fire card. And I will post a picture of this in my social, which is open.to.alchemy on Instagram. And it's really, it's a beautiful card. It's, of course, as you can imagine, filled with all the reds and oranges and yellows. And it really has just like this gorgeous sort of like marbleized look to it, which is really beautiful. And fire, (laughs) 
um, as you probably can imagine, has so many spiritual, ancient meanings, and there's so much mythology and correlation around fire. And the things that really are coming up for me is this idea of impermanence, certainly based on my experience over the past month just about how fragile everything is and how easy it is to to be just sort of like moving along on life and then all of a sudden stuff explodes on you. And so not that we want to be walking around feeling worried or looking, you know, carefully around every corner that something bad is going to happen. But I think it is just a good reminder that for when things are hard, when you're feeling down or that's like a bad thing that you're going through, remembering how temporary most things are and that even the worst of things, the intensity of your feeling of it, you know, for me, when I think about the worst possible thing, it's, it's the grief that I've experienced in losing someone that I love. And you know, when that, when that happened, I thought, I'm talking about my dad, I thought I will never be able to breathe again. The pain was just so intense, so great, so completely all consuming. And slowly by surely, you know, minute by minute, literally hour by hour, day by day, the pain does lighten that intensity of, of feeling so just overwhelmingly sad and full of despair and, and just heartache. It, it does not, of course, ever go away fully. And you can very easily, I can very easily be brought back to that feeling, but you keep breathing and you keep moving and you keep, you know, turning days on the calendar And there is a lightness that returns. There is a sense of joy, of course, and and things to look forward to. And so, you know, the, the impermanence of that kind of pain, even as tragic as it is, is something that happens. And also from the flip side of it, that when we are having great times and just magical experiences and and heart-filled fun that that's impermanent too and so feeling grateful and really taking a moment in all of the good times to really truly recognize and understand the blessing that you are experiencing because it's not always going to be that way the poem that always comes to mind is, I think it's Robert Frost, of course, I'm not a literature person, so I'll have to look it up, but that nothing gold can stay. And so, you know, that's, that's the truth about it. Just being able to look at whatever you're going through, whether good or bad, or even the neutral times, and know that it's not permanent, things will shift, things will change. And then also with fire, of course, brings a, brings upon that idea of transformation. And, you know, fire is such a powerful catalyst for, 
for change, you know, when, when something has been set on fire, when something has been, you know, ravaged and you, you look at the landscape, you look at, you know, people's homes or, or what's happened outside and it's just so radically different. And so for me, as someone who loves the idea of transformation, I mean, really, that's what my whole business is, is based on, this idea that we, we are so malleable and always able to change and evolve and transform. It's just a beautiful reminder that, that, that we do have that possibility, even when you feel stuck, even when you feel like, oh my gosh, I've been in this situation for so long, or I keep looping around to the same situation, like when is the growth, when is the change going to happen? And, you know, sometimes we are blessed with sort of like that magical switch, that alchemy that can happen, and and you have a new way of looking things and you're just forever different from that moment. And that's so incredible. And I, I love that for me. I love that for my clients, um, for my friends, but a lot of the change is really subtle and sometimes slow, definitely slower than we'd like at times. And that's where the resilience, that's where that fortitude of saying, that I'm not only looking at the change in the future, but I'm digging in day by day because I know that this is getting me to the place I want to be, even if I can't see it, even if I can't feel it. I know that if I show up every day and, and put in the time, whether it be five minutes of meditation, a 20-minute yoga video, 15 minutes writing, whatever it is that if I put in the time every single day, that consistency, that that really being able to just like boots on the ground, sit in the chair, do what you have to do is so hard. I mean, believe me, I feel that 100%. And also that is the number one thing that is the difference between people who succeed people who achieve their dreams, their goals, people that are that are really living the lives that they have hoped for, the number one thing that any expert, anybody in, the, in any industry would tell you is just showing up day after day is like 90% more than most people do. Um, I was listening to something a few months ago. It was a podcast and the gal being interviewed was like this super famous um, fitness influencer. And of course, she has like a massive following online and she's got, I don't know, nutritional products and clothes and, you know, like really like this full lifestyle brand that she had always dreamed of. And the gal interviewing her was like, how did you get here? How did you get to this place? Talk about your journey. And she said that between year zero, you know, starting out and year five, she went from, you know, zero followers to whatever number she was at at year five, 20,000 followers, which of course for most of us is like still a huge number. But then from year five to six, she went from 20,000 to 200,000. Year six to seven, she went from 200,000 to a million, you know, whatever the trajectory was. But her whole point was that from 
year zero to year five, she would post videos every day or every other day with zero views, five views, no likes, a few likes, and, and she just kept going. And so to look at her now and say, oh my gosh, she has this incredible platform and this enormous success. Here's zero to five. She wanted to quit like every single day. And so if you are in that place and you feel like the growth isn't happening, the change isn't coming, I will just encourage you to not give up, to keep going, to just keep showing up. That is so much of this whole game of life is just showing up, having fun, coming to whatever you are doing, whatever project, whatever work, whatever relationship with just happy, joyful energy, with being in it for the experience, for the journey. Of course, you want to keep your eyes on that end goal, but knowing that that goal might change, that as you continue on the journey, you might end up wanting something completely different and allowing yourself that opportunity for transformation and and really invoking that idea and that spirit of fire that, you know, it is wild and it is beautiful and it is really ever evolving and, and you are too. I had some ideas for incorporating the idea of fire into rituals. It's summer, so it is a really fun time to think about fire. If it's a campfire, if you're able to have a little fire pit in your backyard or at a campground or someplace safe. And there's just something really magical about starting a fire and watching, you know, the flame just sort of sort of light up and the crackling sound and the smell. And um, I love just sitting and sort of watching the flames dance around. It's just really, it's peaceful, it's spiritual, it's, it's really magical. Um, of course, if you have a grill or able to do any kind of cooking outside, that's always a really fun ritual and just thinking about your food before you eat it, really blessing it or being thankful, saying something, whether silently or aloud as a family, just thinking about all the different people that were involved in getting that food into your into your belly during some of our downtime we watched the show alone and if you haven't seen it it's so great I love any sort of survival documentary type show and in alone it starts out with 10 people and they are survivalists and so they are in some crazy remote location with literally 10 supplies that they have brought, 10 tools, in addition to like a few clothes items and other survival things that they're allowed, but they are completely independent, completely self-sufficient. They have to build a shelter. They have to find food, make fires, like completely on their own. And every single time they would find food, they would catch a fish, they would kill a rabbit or a deer, the, the gratitude that they would feel for that food, 
thanking that animal for providing them with the nutrition and really being able to let them stay, um, you know, another, another day, another week, it's a competition. So they're, they're in it for the money. But of course, if you think about how many meals we eat that we just don't even think about, I mean, oh, that's so frustrating for me when it's just like you're hungry, you're on the go, you're shoving a bar in your mouth in the car, and it's just like, oh my gosh, that was completely mindless. There was zero connection to eating that and all that went into having that. So another ritual is candles, lighting a candle when you start your day, lighting a candle next to a bathtub or, you know, at the end of the day, of course, make sure you blow it out. But there are so many beautiful rituals with candles, essential oils, incense that just, you know, again, watching the flame, taking in the scents, really having it be like a multiple senses situation and you know even the warmth of the sun if you don't have access to fire or some of these other things just sitting with your eyes closed for a few minutes and facing the sun and feeling that warmth and really incorporating that heat into your body you can sort of like pull it into your head and let it let it work its way down through all your different chakras and then you can you know, have your feet on the ground so you get that balance, you get that grounding. But using the energy of the sun as that incredible fireball that it is, is also a really special and meaningful ritual that you can do and always access. Um, another thing when it relates to a ritual with fire is writing on a piece of paper what you want to release. You can do that once a month, you can do that once a week, you can do it at any point, but just really thinking about negative energy or relationship or an experience that you are ready to let go of, a limiting belief, writing it down, throwing it in the fire, letting that just sort of like burn away and having that ritual is like a really beautiful separation. And also on the flip side, something that you want to create and dreaming about it or, you know, closing your eyes for a moment and just sort of letting like the first thing that pops into your mind and jotting that down, whether that be a feeling or emotion or a physical tangible thing. And then again, putting that into the fire and letting that transform, letting that energy sort of burn up and release and and soak it all in with the smoke and letting that be a beautiful manifestation ritual is something fun to try. I am going to wrap it up, but I just wanted to let you know how grateful I am for each and every one of you. It's really been the spirit of this community that I could not wait to get back to when I was feeling badly and thinking about all of you and your in your seasons, whether those be hard in the past and, and just as a reminder that they do not have to dictate your future. You absolutely can always rise, can always change. You can be that, that phoenix rising from the ashes at any point. And I have a new resource that I'm super excited about. 
which is my launch guide. So it's this amazing 16 page guide that highlights and really digs into 10 foundational elements that you need to start any business or any side hustle. You're going to hopefully be seeing me talk about this more. Um, I've messaged my email list about this. So if you're not on that and you want to be hearing more details about it, definitely hit me up, send me an email at lauren at openalchemy.com or visit my website, opentoalchemy.com. And that's where you can access this free guide, not to stress anyone out unnecessarily, but the financial news that's happening that, that we're hearing about that's really starting to bubble up and get louder and louder is of course not great and there's definitely some uncertainty in a lot of different markets and so I was thinking about what I could do to be helpful to to my community to people out there that really want to take their financial future back into their hands a little bit they've always wanted to start a business or a side hustle or really need to um, think about some extra income and really want to be more in power of their their money matters and so I created this free resource guide and I know it's so overwhelming to think about starting a business that's something I hear from so many clients and it is so my honor to be able to really just make it so simple it's not as overwhelming it does not have to be as scary and overwhelming as a lot of people make it out to be and so that's why i created this guide and i just highlighted 10 things that you need to do and honestly the way that i've designed it you can follow along and each day do one of the things and then in 10 days you can have something ready to go and ready to launch and put it out there and so I'm super excited about that and I also have some new one-on-one -on -one session slots available if you are ready to start a business if you have a business that's already been birthed and you're ready to change things up or you're feeling overwhelmed or burnt out or need to do things differently or if you are in sort of like that career work transition where you're not sure what to do next, um, I have three different sessions available for you. And again, that is all on my website, opentoalchemy.com. I wish you all a wonderful rest of July. I love you guys so much. I'm so grateful for your support of this podcast on social and my business. I would love for you to leave a review, a rate of the podcast on Apple that helps more people find it and know what it's all about. So thank you in advance for that. And I will see you soon. Mwah. Thank you all so much for listening to the Open to Alchemy podcast. You can find more about me on all the social places, Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse, at open.to.alchemy, that's open, the word T-O, alchemy, or at my website, opentoalchemy.com. See you next time.